As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What it is, what it do, cyber world. It is your girl, the one, the only. Ash said it. Ash said it.com. Ash said it.com. Welcome to the Ash Said It daily podcast show. I appreciate you guys for all of your love and support. Over 1,700 episodes and half a million streams worldwide. None of this would be possible without you guys. So I thank you so very, very much. And yes, we are well into. The summer months, darling. I know the babies are getting ready to go back to school, but I heard about a pretty awesome project I want to share with you guys. So I've got my friend here, Kevin Sherwin, and of course, the wonderful Joshua Banbury with me today. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having us. This is exciting. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, the energy, you know, you got to keep it going, keep it moving. All right, so um, to start things off, how did you guys, how did you connect? How did this collaboration even come to be? Uh, 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 it's been, this collaboration has been in process for, I think, maybe like three or four years now. Kevin and I yeah. started off this spring. Mm. Um, we did a, a gig in New York City together with a, organization called Young Arts, and um, we just connected. Um, after that, I was working on a, 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 a play about a, a black man who goes to Kentucky to study a dulcimer and banjo um, right after Trump is elected into office, and so there's a lot of drama behind that, and um, Kevin really took interest in it, and um, we started to bond over strange folk music, um, old folk songs, and um Kevin, you um, work at the, uh, the the music library at Yale. Um, he was able to sing yeah, all so kinds I of had, interesting songs. Yeah, I had uh, my own obsession with like you know early Americana and early folk music, mm. and just, like all the cool direction that goes into, and looking at these old books and old recordings from like the 30s, 40s, 50s, hearing about these stories and hearing about the music. Yes, mm-hmm. and so we. 
we later on got a grant from Young Arts um, in the middle of 2020, uh, last year, after I had moved um, from New York back to Texas. Um, I wanted to do something that sort of honored my, my, my passion for this music, and I also wanted to contribute to the legacy of, like, great um, black folk singers mm-hmm. and legitimize, like, um, the form. Um, I come from, like, a classical singing background, and I um, was often, like, I wouldn't say forced, but when you're in school, you're required to learn all kinds of um, traditional Mm -hmm. uh, classical music, but we often overlook traditional classical American music, which is really folk music. Um, So we decided to collaborate and do this project, and um, it was quite an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed, indeed. So from the time that you guys, you know, you you decided to, to collaborate with Kevin, you guys were like, you know what, let's do this, let's make this happen. How long did it mm-hmm. actually, did approximately take you to complete? It started August or September 2020, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm getting that right, Josh. Yep. And um, so, and, and now it's being released in August, and there were many stages to the process and the, I mean the, the the creatively cool thing about the pandemic was you had the freedom to work on something without such a strict or set deadline mm. so we really got to delve into this process but we did we selected the music we arranged it you know we kind of curated our own collection and then there was the process of of mixing it um, and we worked with a fantastic audio engineer who had gotten in touch with Joshua because he loved Joshua's voice so much engineer Frazier McKnight um, and so we were working on mixing it and that brought a whole he's in London <laughs> he's in London England yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes um, yeah that's, that's um, and then we also had a um the, the visual artist who did uh, the artwork for the cover, he's based out of, uh, I think, Toronto, somewhere in Canada, um, Bruno Ledet. Kevin, you know, yeah. Ledet, I think. Yeah. And he was able to do the artwork for us at a very, very, like, low nominal fee gotcha. <laughs> as, as a favor for yeah. us. Yeah. Okay. So tell, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Forgotten Folklore. What is the story? Mm-hmm. What what is it? What you guys wanted to portray? Uh, for me, um, the story of forgotten folklore is honoring um, honoring people of color and people who um, are often overlooked when mm-hmm. we think about American folk music. Oftentimes, we have an image of um, poor white people in Kentucky, West Virginia, and Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the Deep South, playing the banjo on a porch, you know. Yeah. But yeah. And the, the reality of American folk music is that it's rooted in, like, Western African traditions, and it's also equally rooted in um, uh, Irish uh, folk traditions of, like, um, of ballad singing and all of that. And that's how you get American folk music. Um, and so it's honoring like both sides of that. I'm honoring my ancestors who, um, I'm born, I'm a eighth generation Texan. So I'm honoring like my legacy here in Texas and knowing that I come from enslaved people here in Texas. And I was very curious to think of more about like, they weren't just singing spirituals all day. They weren't, 
they weren't always in the field. They were at, sometimes at home, you know, uh, with their children by a, by a fireplace. Sometimes they were in a garden. Sometimes they were in love. Sometimes they had all sorts of things to think about just like we do today. And I was very curious to learn more about oh. what else was there. Um, and it's, the project is so cool because we have that um, side of um, the project being like my history. But then Kevin... Um, can you talk more about like your family history and ancestry and how that's played into the project? Well, absolutely. Um, so, you know, if I were to trace my ancestors, it all goes back to Eastern Europe and, you know, everyone except my grandmother came through, um, Ellis Island. So my grandmother came to the United States after World War II. Um, mm. there's a lot of fleeing, uh, persecution and there's a whole folk music tradition that goes with um, that tradition of, you know, being Jewish, being Eastern European, um, and this more universal concept of being in a persecuted, uh, you know, environment, but what is the way that you express yourself when you're in an oppressed place, um, or a state of oppression? And I think, you know, they're funny enough, in the past, you know, 50, 60 years, there are a lot of uh, Jewish, you know, musicians who've explored this American folk music that mm. on the surface is just totally different. You know, it's not like, you know, connected in terms of lineage. But I think they were really drawn to um, that this music came from a place of oppression, which is, I think, you know, historically a big part of uh, being Jewish, you know, going back generations. So I suppose, you know, I, me personally, I just love the music, you know, Joshua just loves the music, mm -hmm. but when you look at it and about these reasons, it's mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, maybe that's why I really resonate, mm -hmm. because it belongs to you. Right. Yeah. It, belong, it belongs to me. It's, it's hopeful, yeah. but it's also lonesome, and it's there's a pessimistic aspect to it. It's, you know, reminiscing about love, but it's also bitter. You know, there's bittersweet. It's, it's all these mixed, beautiful emotions and soundscapes. Gotcha. Now, I saw a projected release date. Is it still set for that date? Yeah, August 5th. It's coming to streaming near you. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. I love it. Get everybody. Snatch them up. <laughs> Yep. I love it. Now, if people want to get some more information about it, and of course, if they want to follow you guys on social media to get all those updates, where do they need to go? You can check it out um, on both of our websites. Um, so that's uh, joshuabanbury.com and kevinsherwin.com. And we both have dedicated pages for Forgotten Folklore. We'll see. And then if you are on Spotify, you know, just pre-save that EP, pre-save those tracks, because mm -hmm. um, they're all coming out. We have, you know, two singles that are already out, and people have been really loving, so that means a lot to us. Awesome. Um, Brightest and Best and The Freight are already out. So. All right. Yeah. It's and we're, we're hoping to do, like, some sort of lecture tour series in the, mm. um, in the fall in New York and New Haven and, and Texas. So um, awesome. just follow us on social media as well to stay tuned. Yeah. Right. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you both for joining us today. We appreciate you so much. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much for having us. Really. Yeah.
Not a problem. Thank you for giving a damn because this is, you know, not too many people care about folk music. Yeah, and weird no, that's a part. Like but, that, but, but what you guys said cool. was, was so true because it, that's still a part of our history, regardless of what angle you want to yeah. look at it from or what what part of oppression that, that people have gone through. Yeah. That's a, that's a part of our yeah. history. You know, we need to acknowledge it. And with the way that music is going today, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> we need to really take up look an back a little bit to remind ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, what is real music. And oh, it yeah. wasn't that long ago. We don't have to look it that far back. It wasn't that long ago, um, but today's music is yeah. trash. <laughs> 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 and I'm putting that on the record. Yeah. You guys out there putting out trash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, but no, I definitely appreciate you guys, um, you know, keep pushing forward, I know the next project, the next thing that's going to go on, I know you guys are going to hit me up and let me know, so we're going to sure. we're gonna book those as well, so I appreciate you guys and everyone that's tuning to the show, thank you so much for your love and support, keeping in mind, anyone to tell you that you can't do what you want to do, you look them square in the face, you tell mm-hmm. them, don't believe me, just watch, watch what I do, watch uh-huh. me make it happen, watch me make history. That's what we're doing this for, the history books. Social media is nice, yeah. but or don't watch, is and so I'll still much do better. It. That's right. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.